get ready to ride Russ and the rest are gonna light up the sky Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. No truer words have been spoken <laughs> about the Broncos yesterday. We were talking playoffs about the Broncos. Today, we might be talking playoffs about the Broncos, but in reality, this is a five-win team last year. Oof. The Broncos are just trying to win a game, especially week one, to a team they've lost six straight games to with the Raiders. So playoffs uh, playoffs they're just trying to win a game my first pac-12 media day was when herm edwards was the uh, arizona state head coach and so i have like all my podcast gear like i'm like walking around trying to find a place to do a podcast there's like four chairs in the entire ballroom and like herm is sitting in one of them with like his agent and i'm just like looking around i was like hey just come take this chair and i was like no it's okay and he's like no i get up i can stand like let me just go over there you can have my chair i was like i'm not doing that like i'm not taking herm edwards chair like I'm, i don't know what i'm doing in that situation <laughs> so eventually he just like forced me to sit down in his chair and just like stood there it was a very weird weird interaction why uh why are you talking about herm edwards playoffs that's Jim Mora. Was that Jim Mora? It's Damn Jim it. Mora. Damn it. Oh, no. He was the you play Great to win story, the game. Though. Damn it. Uh, yeah, you play yeah, to yeah. win the game. Similar, though. Yeah, yeah. very similar. Well, next time we'll do the you play to win the game, I'll tell a Jim Mora story. I was rocking with you. I was trying to see where it was going, man. I was ready for, you know, a big I was, story. I was hoping that, like, Jim Mora came uh, in and stole the chair from yeah. him or something. Wow. <laughs> he, was, he was in the Pac-12. Oh, wait, no. It was more junior. No idea. That's fair You're enough. the Pac-12 historian on this show. It's all leaving my mind. <laughs> the sooner the better, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, Pac-12 now moving into uh, the ACC. A fitting reunion. Stanford going all the way to the ACC yeah. makes sense, right? Yeah, the Atlantic Coast Conference. How could you not have Stanford <laughs> and Cal? <laughs> Just wild what's going on uh, in, uh, in college football. And... Uh, What's wild is some people thought our playoff prediction yesterday, our 12 and 5 record, thought some people thought that was wild. Henry, how wild did you think that was? Uh, I, th I think it's 13. Ah, I think guys only sold them. Uh, because, because uh, <laughs> well, I think you would say 11 because of the one loss we had to the, or the one win we had against the Chiefs. You would oh, say okay. it's a loss. Yeah, I mean, I would say that one's a loss. I probably would have found another <laughs> loss in there. I'll spoil it. I haven't given mine. I'll say 10 wins. That's where I'm feeling. 10 wins? I think oh, that might be a little bit optimistic, but I think 10 is very much on the table. You've got a real coach now. Yep. Finally, and I think everybody would be happy happy with ten wins. I know we said oh. twelve yesterday. Yep. But ten gets gets the job done. I think we're happy about that, and we're ready for more of Sean Payton if he gets us ten wins in his first season. You double, double the wins. Yeah, yeah give me give sure. me a break. Absolutely. Maybe the only team that what, well, how many wins did the Bears have? Were they three and fourteen last year? Something bad. like that. Yeah. Do you think they would take double the wins this year? Would they take a six and eleven record right now? Would they sign up for that? No, I still, yeah. I still think that's such a bad record. Like, <laughs> even doubling the wins, that's not enough, man. It, but they might be the only team in the NFL that's not taking that because yep. the Texans, I think they were four and thirteen. They would definitely mm -hmm. take double the wins. I would think, even if they were yeah. three and fourteen, they'd probably mm -hmm. take double the wins with the rookie quarterback, you would think. rookie head coach. So, uh, yeah, you take that in a heartbeat. And Todd is ten and seven getting the Broncos to the playoffs. Ooh, 10 to 7 is tough. That means we've lost a couple more divisional games than mm -hmm. we want to. So I don't know if that gets us in. You know, a lot of teams are going 10 and 7 and not made the playoffs or 10 and 6. Yeah. Um, so I don't think we get in at 10 and 7. But at the end of the day, I think we're happy with a winning season. Yeah. Yep. And I think 10 and 7 probably comes down to a tiebreaker mm -hmm. or two if you're going to get it. Um, last year, I'm trying to pull it. Henry, do you have last year's? Um, here we go. I got it. Okay, cool. Um, to every team that was 10 and 7 made the playoffs in the AFC. Um, in fact, the Dolphins made it at 9 and 8 as a wild card. And uh, the every other team was 10 and 7 uh, that made it as a wild card. So kind of crazy that 9 and 8 
could get you in the playoffs. I wouldn't count on that, though. Mm -hmm. When I think 9-8, and eight, I think you're just missing the playoffs. 10-7 and seven mm -hmm. could come down to a tiebreaker still. But good news last year, that is a, that is a playoff berth. Yeah. And I'd, if they make the playoffs, that'd just be incredible. Like, I'd, I would be over the moon. I think anybody would. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's tough to sit here and say, like, I think this is a playoff team, just given how many other good teams there are on the AFC. But 10-7 and seven gets you in the conversation for sure. I don't know. I, Sean Payton can. Sean Payton can do it. He absolutely can. I mean, we saw what he did. Took over three and thirteen Saints team. Yep. Uh, his, his his the year right before he got there. Then they went ten and six. His first year got them into the playoffs. Took the second worst offense in the NFL. Does that sound familiar from what we're doing? That sounds very yeah, familiar. Except <laughs> one worse this year. The worst offense in the NFL and made him a top five, top ten offense. If he gets them anywhere close to that this year, this is definitely a playoff team. And in fact. If they're a top five, top 10, ten offense this year, they're probably a 12 and five, 12 and six team that we talked, or 12 and five team that we talked about yesterday. Yeah, I think so. I think he has that power and that ability. I will say that that, uh, that conference at the time where he took over was not this packed <laughs> AFC West. I will say that. Yeah, um, but I do feel like he has the power to definitely double their wins and potentially get them to the 12 and five season. Um, but I wish we had that same. You know, Saints and and Bucks and Panthers. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> nice. That conference back then, I think we would definitely have a crazy season this year. Or that conference right now. Yes. Or for that sure. division. Oh man, that is bad. That is bad. And speaking of divisions and division winners, that's what we're gonna do today. Let's see the seven playoff teams in the AFC, the seven playoff teams in the NFC, and we'll see how the playoffs will shake out as this is our final big prediction before we get into game week next week. And let's just start with the AFC. Let's just start with the AFC West. Mm. Todd, you might have called this crazy last year. Maybe not. You have the Broncos going 12-5 and five. on this podcast when Ryan was sitting in your seat. None of us picked the Chiefs to win the division last year. That's crazy. I that think Ryan and Henry picked the Broncos, and that, I picked the Chargers. That could be. Yeah. Did you? You, you no, didn't pick I mean, the Chiefs. I had him. I, you I either picked the Chargers or the Broncos. I think it was the Chargers. The Chargers. I remember I had the Broncos okay. with 10 wins, and people on the on Twitter were pissed at me. <laughs> <laughs> so Sounds like the Buffs I don't podcast. think I would have said 10 was enough. Okay. Um, so are you guys sticking with that? Do we want to go bold? And the way we're going to do this is just like yesterday's where – this mm -hmm. is a this is a beat decision a on on who wins. So we're we're we're, we're going uh, two against one, and hopefully there's not a one one and one split. But we'll work it out. But um, who are we going with? I would like to not speak first on this one. So that means Henry's I think it's just picking a good the political Chiefs. And uh, yeah, I think you're kind. Of, I think we're crazy if we don't. Yeah, this isn't something that we're yes, hoping that I happens. Agree. But what's it been? five six straight years now or something like count. that yeah. so until someone knocks them off it's going to be pretty damn hard for anyone not to pick them to win the division yeah and i think it's less about the broncos and more about what the chiefs will do i think with the broncos splitting um, the matchup between the chiefs and the chargers mm -hmm. and the chiefs potentially winning the rest of their games in the afc west i think that's why they get the number one spot in the uh, afc west and win the division and this just makes me sick but the worst record that Patrick Mahomes has ever in the NFL is 12 and 5. Yeah. Yesterday was that almost best case scenario with the Broncos going 12 and 5? It was, definitely. Yeah. So like that kind of just shows you right there. So maybe next year it's the time for the Broncos, but that doesn't mean the Broncos can't be seeing them in the playoffs. So in the mm -hmm. AFC West, we'll make it easy. And that's might be the easiest one that we do here. Let's yep. take a look at the AFC South. You have the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Tennessee Titans, the Houston Texans, the Indianapolis Colts. To me, this one's easy as well. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you just have to go with the Jags. Mm -hmm. they, they got a playoff win last year. Like, there's a lot of reason to think that they're trending up even from that point. I will say, I really like the Colts. Not like, I, I, I don't know that they, I don't think they have a chance to actually make a run in the playoffs, but I think they have a real shot at that division. I think mm. that Anthony Richardson, that's... That guy's just legit. I don't know how they get Jonathan Taylor back, but if they had Jonathan Taylor, then all of a sudden you have that defense, you have that running game, you put that quarterback in a good situation. All right, man. You are taking some leaps yeah. there that's by fair. saying if they have the running back that they don't currently yeah. have right now that's really pissed with the franchise. Do you hear the G GM's quotes this week about it? 
Oh, no. Oh, I stopped I mean, listening a couple weeks ago because you were saying all that crazy stuff. He was just brutally on. No, not the owner. Oh, the GM. Oh, the G- Ballard. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Ballard spoke, huh. who seems pretty level headed. Uh, he came out and said, it's an awful situation for us. It's an awful situation for Jonathan Taylor. It's an awful situation for the fans. And then he was asked, why don't you just pay Jonathan Taylor? And he said, we had four wins last year. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's we true. can't keep. But I guess they weren't actually paying Jonathan Taylor last year. But I mean, I understand where he's coming from. But Anthony Richardson loved the upside. But. If he doesn't have, he has three wide receivers. Three receivers. We thought mm-hmm. it was crazy. The Broncos had four receivers. He has three receivers and no running back. It's a tough situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so you think the Colts are number two in that division, maybe? Definitely. I mean, oh, my the thing Titans? Is, yeah, the Titans to me, like, I, I feel like they already hit their peak. Like, that defense is still going to be solid. The running game is going to be solid. But, like, you don't have A.J. Brown anymore. Like, the the... I am I am in no way scared of that passing game. Like they just go as far as Derrick Henry takes them. Yeah. Derrick Henry had like the foot thing last year. Like running backs at some point, the fall off has to come. Yeah, I don't know. Anthony Richardson, he can just move. Of all the rookie quarterbacks, I think that's that's the thing that keeps him going. I go Colts number two, but it's not gonna matter. You agree, Todd? No, I would say the <laughs> Titans are still yeah. be second in that division. Um, like you said, Derrick Henry is still a dominant back. He may have had some issues, but I can't give it to a rookie quarterback and a running back that's not there and, you know, the limited weapons that they have. Uh, so I say the Titans will probably be second in that division. What's it like going up against Derrick Henry? Uh, you know, for us, it was light work. I, I think he true. had maybe 20-something <laughs> yards. So I can't speak for everybody else. But for us, man, I think we handled our business. So he's a talented back, though. He is, for sure. Man, it, it's crazy, though, that the defense over the past seven years or so – it's these backs that like no one's barely heard of and you're not afraid of that go off for like 200 yards on the Broncos defense. Uh-huh. But then like when you guys play Zeke, mm-hmm. when you play Derrick Henry, when mm-hmm. you play like all the big name running backs outside of Josh Jacobs, it they, they have like the worst <laughs> games of their career. Yep. Like Ezekiel Elliott, didn't he have like 12 rushes for nine yards in, yeah. in week two yeah. when you killed them? Uh, yeah, Derrick Henry held him in check. Um, when you played them, also last year, mm-hmm. uh, and it's really it, it's it's crazy. But, but then you also think like I think in a three or four year span, the Broncos had gave up like the most two hundred rushing yard games. But it was just to unpredictable guys like the Jets and stuff. It just didn't make sense. But yeah, Derrick Henry, you shouldn't be scared of him the way you played against him. Well, it is what it is. Yeah, I think sometimes for those unnamed guys, you kind of I don't want to say you prepare differently. I think you're not nervous or scared and some of those teams were really attacking our corners at the time like Derrick Henry is a downhill runner he's gonna Mm -hmm. run in between the tackles I feel like some of those games we gave up big yards not a knock on our corners or anything but it was a lot of outside runs where they're like Mm -hmm. hey we want you guys to come up and tackle and when you're out there and you miss one tackle now that's a 20 yards 20 yard game before anybody's able to get to him so I think that's where we had a lot of problems in those years and the years prior there's just not many running backs that are bigger than you mm-hmm. or bigger than any inside linebacker. And Derrick Henry is literally Von Miller's size, which yeah. is just, it's wild to see. He's a big boy. I mean, the first time I saw him, we were in a club in like Dallas. And I was like, who is that like DN? And like, <laughs> yeah. no, nah, that's like Derrick Henry. I was like, oh, that's a big boy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and you didn't have to be worried about him since not you guys held him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I agree that the Jaguars will be that number one team. And they, yeah. nine and eight last year. This is the type of jump that you want to see from the Broncos where they were the worst team in the league the year be- No, they weren't the worst team in the league the year before. The year before, they might have been like a five-win team, mm-hmm. whichever Lawrence. And last year, they go from five wins to nine wins. Was that the Urban Meyer year? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you think he had them wrestling <laughs> yeah. on mats? <laughs> That's uh, hilarious. Do you have any friends who play for that team? Uh, the Jags at that time? Um, was Malik there? I think Malik was there, but I don't think we talked about it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was just wondering if you had some insight. Yeah, I hear. I know it was crazy over there. I mean, a wild year. The Broncos had a wild year last year with their coaching situation, but Urban Meyer, like, wild on a different level with how crazy that was. Um, But, I mean, so the Jags go from, like, five wins that year, then last year, nine wins. They're probably thinking we should be 12, 13 wins. Mm -hmm. The Broncos win nine games this year. We're going to be thinking like a similar trajectory. Like, okay, why not win two or three more than what what they did last year? So that's kind of a team to watch out this year for maybe a trajectory the Broncos could follow. So we got the Jags winning the AFC South. Now let's go to the AFC North. 
The Bengals were 12 and 4 last year. The Ravens 10 and 7. Lamar mm-hmm. wasn't healthy all season. Steelers 9 and 8 and the Browns 7 and 10. It's kind of wild last year. Three winning teams mm-hmm. and a lot of people expect the Browns to be better this year. Who mm-hmm. you guys have here? Uh honestly, I'm still taking the Bengals. I think they're going to be the best team in that division. Um you know, Similar to you feeling like the Titans have reached their peak, I feel like the Ravens have as well. Mm-hmm. They've had years where they've had a dominant defense. Lamar was MVP. Like, I don't know how much better you can get as far as, you know, team accolades and team stats, and they weren't able to pull through and win a championship. So I don't see them, like, reaching that peak again. I think they've kind of hit it. So I still give the Bengals – I think the Bengals are still trending upwards. I don't think they're done, you know, with their their best football. So – Bengals for sure. Yeah, I go Bengals too. I want to pick the Ravens. Um, like they they have the new offensive coordinator. Like they're running more traditional offense. It's not going to be so much of the like gimmicky kind of heavy packages, read options, that sort of stuff. Um, which I think is what you have to do at this point. Like you have to try it. Like run a real offense because it did feel like that one was sort of limited in what it could do. Um, and they do have a lot of talent too. Like that defense has a bunch of players. Um. The you bring in OBJ, people forget that the end of the the Super Bowl season when he tore his ACL, he was incredible. Mm-hmm. Like like he was looking like he was gonna be putting up, like what was he on pace for? He, he had like sixty yards in the first half of that Super Bowl. He had yeah. a couple hundred yard games right before that. So you wonder if that could bring him up a notch. But even if everything goes all all right for the Ravens, I feel like they're just on the same level as the Bengals at that point. Yeah, and the Bengals, 12-4 and four because of that game uh, with DeMar Hamlin was canceled. Mm-hmm. They could have been 13-4, oh. and four, which is wild. Joe Burrow's the dude. Yeah. So I, yeah. we're, we're all going Bengals here. Um, would you, Todd, rather go up this year, face uh, Joe Burrow or Lamar Jackson? Being being an inside backer as an inside backer for sure, Joe Burrow. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. let the uh, I'll let the corners handle Jamar Chase and the boys. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and I can take take care of Joe Burrow. Uh, Lamar Jackson. I just feel like you never want to get put on a highlight film, and I feel like at any moment it takes one <laughs> yeah. juke. Like you could have a great game, eighteen tackles yeah. and a sack, and it takes one play for you to get put on that highlight film, and that's what he does to people. Mm-hmm. So, who that that yeah for sure, Joe Burrow. Now you're Vance Joseph. Would you rather go up against Joe Burrow or Lamar Jackson? You're the DC. Uh, I think even as a DC, even as a DC, there's less to contend with when you know you're going to have a quarterback mostly in the pocket for the entire game. And we have the the DB depth to really handle their wide receivers, um, even though they have some great ones. I think that we can match up well against them. You just never know with a running quarterback what's going to happen. Like You could put the best game plan together, have everybody locked up, and then he takes off for a 20-yard gain and then – you know what I'm saying? Yep. Your game plan's out the window. So I like pockets, pocket QBs much more. Well, and it's just a lot more traditional. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, you game plan for those guys way more. And then on top of that, how many other athletes like Lamar Jackson have there been at quarterback? Mm-mm. Mike Vick and Lamar Jackson, are they kind of in a category on their own together? I, I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. just wild, especially when you consider Russell Wilson has the third most rushing yards of any quarterback in NFL history. And Russ is great, but he's not. And never really has been in that category with them. It's kind of crazy. I was just looking back because I was writing like the John Elway thing for the top 25 thing we're doing, which you guys should all check out. Did you just spoil that John Elway is going to be in the top five? Well, he wasn't six through 25 <laughs> in Denver sports history. So he was either 26 or he was top five. Um, but I was just looking through. There's only three quarterbacks in NFL history with more rushing attempts than him. Or no, four now because Russ passed him. Then mm. who? Last year. Then El- John. It's Cam wow. Newton, Michael Vick, Russ, and Randall Cunningham. And then John Elway's number five in rushing attempts for quarterback. That's wild. Yeah. It is. They all had a lot more yards, but that's, <laughs> yeah. that's not the point. The point is that he was running the ball a lot. And he was running for his life a lot, too. Yeah. yeah. So he, probably yeah. All, wasn't all designed like some of these no, other quarterbacks. There were no read options back then. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, okay, so we got the Bengals. Let's round out the AFC by going to the AFC East. Mm. The Bills were 13-3 and three last year. Dolphins, 9-8. and eight. Patriots, 8-9. and nine. And the Jets, 7-10. and 10. Is this the best division in football? Yeah, this is pretty – it's pretty close. I think that the AFC West is pretty close when you add the Chargers, the Chiefs, if the Broncos play well. Um, but right now, based off of last year and the new additions, I will say the AFC West is probably the best division in football. Mm. And I think it's the toughest decision because – 
if the Jets play really well and come out firing, or if the Dolphins and two is healthy and they can have a similar start to the way they did last year. Um, the Bills, can he get it done? I don't know. You know, I think he's a good quarterback, and I think he's had a lot of success, but can he finish? And yeah. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. And, um, you know, every every great quarterback like a Patrick Mahomes or a Tom Brady or a, or a uh, John Elway, they always have, like, an underling quarterback who is also – very talented, but couldn't like surpass and get the nod. So I don't know if he can, man. So it's an interesting, interesting group. Who are you taking, Henry? I think you have to take the Bills. Again, like you look through the last couple years, um, and they're just consistently one of the best offenses and one of the best defenses in the league. Like it, it just every single season, and they haven't been able to put it together in the postseason. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't, I honestly don't think that changes this year. But in the regular season, they've just been such a great team. Um, so let's see, last year, second in points on offense, second in points on defense. Year before, third in points on offense, first in points on defense. Like, I just can't, I can't not take them here. Um, I will say, like, the Dolphins have that, that deep game with Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell where they're going to be an average offense at worst. At worst. Like, it's, it's just impossible. And if they can find the other pieces to, to, take advantage of that and become a great offense they'll have their chance like the jets just took a massive gamble like it's tough to say exactly what they'll be um a massive gamble on a 40 year old quarterback <laughs> on a <laughs> four-time mvp as much yeah. as it hurts yeah. me to say yeah but but i just i think it's the bills are just the easiest answer that's fair so we're, we're going bills yep. um i definitely have an argument to make about the jets when it comes to playoff teams but mm -hmm. i think uh the dolphins or the patriots are gonna take a step up this year i don't i don't know who it is and then one of those teams probably a step backward but you talk about uh the bills just being a very well-rounded team a great well well-rounded team they had the second most net points so points that they scored against points that they allowed mm -hmm. the second most which is really impressive can you guys guess who had the most just by four more points than the bills who was blowing people out in the, in the, last year? In the entire league yeah not just huh. the afc so that it must have been the eagles no nope. really yep the lions no nope. they had some big wins yeah i have oh, i also thought the bills were the vikings no oh, no shoot. they were in so many one score games yeah they were they, I, I don't think i would have come up with this team it makes sense i'm not trying to throw you guys off it makes sense but like their quarterback situation was weird so oh, i just didn't think yeah uh, yep. interesting mm. i thought the bills were first um in net points the 49ers had 173 net points according to nfl.com and the bills had 169. huh yeah yeah Pro Football Reference has them first in point differential. What the hell? Which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> that is. Yeah. Oh, they maybe maybe uh, the Bills missed out on a game. So maybe that's like points per oh, game differential. That's probably what it yeah, is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's fair. Bills. The Bills were first the year before, too. Yeah, which is fair. But that, that would be it. Yep, yeah. Yeah, because these are just total points. Exactly. All right, there are our uh, AFC huh. division winners. We got to get to play. We got to get to wild card, and we'll do that after I tell you about our friends over at Spirit Hound, where Spirit Hound has fantastic uh, liquor and alcohol. They have award-winning whiskey, 2022 Whiskey of the Year, the London Spirits Competition. They have whiskey, gin, and vodka all across the state. And if you go to their uh, distillery in Lyons, Colorado, bring juniper berries to get a free cocktail. And if you don't live by Lyons, you don't live in Colorado, you can still get Spirit Hound in 40 states nationwide. They'll also have a new tasting room in the Highlands, so go check them out. They have whiskey, vodka, and gin. can be purchased all across Colorado or online to 40 different states. So check them out, spirithound.com, and get some award-winning whiskey. And if you're trying to, uh, to make your football season a little bit more fun, then you can join our weekly Pick X contest through Splash Sports. So what you do, you go over to splashsports.com slash DNVR, and you can sign up. Um, and basically you just pick games throughout the season and you'll have a chance to win money. So you sign up, it's like 20 bucks to sign up, but first prize is $7,500. Second prize is like over $2,000. Third prize is over a thousand dollars and it's pretty awesome. So you can pick winners, you can pick props. There's like a whole bunch of different things that going on on there. Um, so definitely go and check that out. Um, 
it's a lot of fun. Uh, again, that's splashsports.com slash DNVR. Um, and we'll have different contests that are coming out all the time. So hopefully you come and join us. And there's actually a link in uh, the description for this YouTube video and in the podcast feed if you just want to click that instead of going to the website. I'm disappointed in us. We picked the exact same division winners in the AFC that happened yeah. last year. Typically doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. No. Typically doesn't happen. Are we going to shake it up with the wildcard teams? I am. Because the wildcard teams last year, <laughs> Chargers, Ravens, Dolphins. Is there going to be some mix up there? Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. For sure. Who do we like for the wildcard teams? Now, these are something we all have to agree on here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough. And, uh, I mean... We can't say yesterday the Broncos are going to go 12 and 5 and then miss the playoffs. Yeah, so they, sure. they have to be in. So is that just where we're giving the Broncos one of these spots? Yeah, we yep. will. We should give it to them. Boom. Boom. I think they'll be the seven seed. The seven seed? Yep. Do we have seeds on? Uh, we do. So <laughs> 12 and 5 and they're the seven seed. Impressive. Yeah. Very <laughs> top heavy AFC. <laughs> I don't necessarily I'm have fine. 12 and 5. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that, though. We, we can um, go to the seven seed. Um,. I feel Jets. like who's who's fifth? Who's the best of like the remaining teams? Jets. Jets? You the think Jets. so? Yeah. Yes. With That's a, fair. Without a doubt. I have my doubts. I know you do. You said without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Rodgers was not all that good last year. I think that whole team kind of gets a little bit overrated. I think they play in a tough division. They're going to wind up with some losses. But I also like I can't argue too much against them being fifth. Yeah. They had. Uh, I brought this up a couple of times. The uh, um, Broncos had. Uh, terrible offense last year and the mm-hmm. defense for the most part for most of the season was elite mm-hmm. but even even with how good they were they still fell off at the end of the season and finished as the 14th best scoring defense in the nfl mm-hmm. and a lot of people say it's because well they they just carried that awful offense on their back all season they got tired and that's totally fair the jets had the second worst offense in the nfl and their defense carried them all season yep. to the extent of mm-hmm. Two more wins than the Broncos, and the defense still finished with the fourth best scoring defense in the NFL. I just think that shows kind of how good that Jets defense is, and their offense is going to be so much improved. So I do think that they're the number one wild card. In fact, I think it's the the number one wild card is going to be the second place in the AFC East, whether that's the Bills, whether that's the Jets. So I agree with you, Todd. Uh, hack it. I just can't. I just don't trust that offense. Like I mean, that's fair. I. I Think, however, it's like when you have Peyton Manning, it's like, True. who's the offensive coordinator? Oh, it's Peyton Manning. Exactly. I, I think it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. And his presence gives so much to the team. Like, mm-hmm. right now they're talking about playoffs. They weren't talking about playoffs last year. We weren't talking about them as playoff teams last year. Yeah. Just his presence in the building and his leadership, that'll definitely give them a couple games that yeah. they're going to win. So we have the Broncos as the third wild card team in the AFC. Only one more spot. And the Chargers mm. made it last year. You have the Ravens there, the Dolphins. Some people think the Steelers are making a jump. Some people think the Patriots. I can't really make an argument for the Texans, Colts, Raiders, Browns, Titans. But no. I think you can make an argument for all those other teams. I would say the Chargers, man. Yeah, um, I think I so. I feel like I'm still up in the air with Miami. I'm not sure if they're going to be good. I feel like they have the potential, but it's all depending on how healthy Tua is. Like I said, the Ravens, they've kind of hit their peak. They've had some good years. I don't know if they can recreate that with a new offensive coordinator. Um, the Bengals, again, being good. Now you're talking about the Browns maybe having a good team within their division. It's going to be tough for them. I really feel like the best team left in the AFC after all these picks has to be the Chargers. You I think know, so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. And uh, I think the Broncos and Chargers are going to be fighting for, for seeding in the playoffs. And uh, that's... Three playoff teams coming out of the AFC West. So, Todd, I mean, you're right. If that's the case, the AFC West is still the best division, in, at least in the AFC. Yeah. Yeah. Rolling. I think, I mean, and the Chargers, like, the offensive line is going to be healthy. Like, they lost their left tackle and couldn't run the ball last year. They, I, I can't, I can't find the number, but as of like the middle of November, they'd gotten 43 snaps with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams on the field. And when Justin Herbert had both of those guys on the field, it was like the best passing offense by far. So you hope that they, those guys get a little bit healthier. Well, you don't hope you? that, but you, you think that the odds are they probably will. And that's that's why I probably put them in front of the Ravens. But that's that'd be second for me. I just think those guys, one of those guys is always hurt. And that's why I really don't like the draft True. pick of Quinton. Quinton Johnson. Quinton Johnson, Johnson? Yeah. from TCU. And all reports say that he looks like a, a beast, which 
mm-hmm. it sucks. But the Broncos probably have the best weapon against any team with a good quarterback with their secondary, arguably the best secondary in the NFL. All right, so there's our playoff picture for this year. Man, that would be fun. That would be fun if it looks like that. Maybe too many AFC West teams, but the Broncos are one of them. Yep. You'll you'll take it all day. All right, let's go over to the NFC. Give our predictions for the division winners, and let's start with the worst division in football, the NFC South. They were the worst division in football last year, Mm -hmm. and they might have got worse this year. You know how many winning teams they had in that division last year? How many? Zero. Zero. The Bucks won their division at mm-hmm. eight and nine, and then every other team was seven and ten. So it could be the worst division, but I guess it was competitive. Uh huh. Yeah, it's going to be really competitive this year, um, in a bad way. I don't think. So. I mean, I'm really? the Falcons are one of the teams I'm the most excited to to see. Like mm. that, the way that they're going to play is going to be incredible. Um, they have like a solid defense. Like it's fine. Like AJ Terrell is solid. Um. But that running game is just unbelievable. Like you saw what Tyler Algier did last year, Cordero Patterson last year. Um, and then they add Bijan Robinson. Like they want to use Jonu Smith as like their H back fullback, like move him all around and try to get him the ball, hand the ball off to him. They bring in Bijan and they're going to be running him from like receiver spots on drags and Cordero on drags. And the way that they're going to be able to like run behind that awesome offensive line with all these different backs and all these different angles I maybe that's just like a really fun way to wind up seven and ten, but <laughs> I'm I'm excited to see it and I'm bought in. There's there's all one right. issue, you never mentioned their quarterback. I didn't mention the passing game at all. Like it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In today's yeah. NFL, it's pretty big. <laughs> exactly, but I mean it's just kind of fun that everybody's going pass heavy, pass heavy, pass heavy, and uh, Arthur Smith is just gonna say, you know what, I know how to scheme up the run better than anybody, and we're gonna do a whole bunch of really cool things on the ground, and it worked last year. And they they didn't necessarily get all of the wins. And what was their record? Seven and ten. Yeah, seven and ten. Seven and ten. You you add Bijan in there, like I don't know. I I'll take them over the Saints. The Saints just have, like they got Derek Carr, but again, like I think that that's just like the passing route to seven and ten, eight and nine, maybe nine and eight if things go well. See, I'm taking the Saints. I think that Derek Carr is going to at least help them to add one or two more wins. Yep. I think he leads, leads the league in fourth quarter comebacks since he's been in the league or something Which like that. Which is crazy. Crazy. Um, so I think they'll be in tight games throughout the whole division, but I feel like the Saints will find a way to pull through. I do not trust rookie quarterbacks. I think it just we need some time. I wish it could go back to how it used to be where they had a, t- a year to sit on the bench and learn yeah. and soak up some game. I think that was the best uh, for quarterbacks. So I think that the Saints are going to take this division. Um, yeah, because the Falcons quarterback situation, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of. So we'll remember, see how that goes. Remember those rumors that they were going to go after Lamar? Yeah. If you add Lamar oh. to that, especially because you have like Kyle Pitts and Drake London, all yep. of a sudden that just could have been incredible. Now you don't have Bijan, probably, because you're probably oh, trading that pick. True. But even or no, still. he would have been free agent. Or no, you would have had to give up the right. two when they right. tagged him. That's right. So but yeah. even even still then to you your point though, you'd be way better. Need him. Yeah. It would be that would be incredible. I, I would be saying some crazy things about the Falcons <laughs> right now. And isn't Lamar from the Atlanta area? Exactly. And it, it just made so much it sense. Did. And they were also in on uh, Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the year before. Man, I mean, they had an opportunity to be good, but I'm with you, Todd. I mean, quarterback situation mm-hmm. up in the air. And Derek Carr, I said it and people hated me. He's a good quarterback. When he was with the Raiders, people hated me saying that. Top 12 quarterback, that is by far better mm-hmm. than what the rest of these teams have. I mean, mm-hmm. the Bucks have backups at their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Panthers yeah. have a rookie quarterback. But you got I mean, you guys <sighs> are spot on with who Bet365 has as the division winners. Todd's right. I'm going to roll with Todd. The Saints mm-hmm. plus 110 to win that mm-hmm. division, so pretty even money there. Falcons plus 220 than the others, pretty mm-hmm. big underdogs. So, we're going as a beat the New Orleans Saints to win this division and let's move on to the next division but before we do i gotta tell you about our friends over at breckenridge brewery mountain beach sour you gotta check out the mountain beach sour we are in the 90 degrees today and that is when you need a mountain beach sour if you want to find where you can get a mountain beach sour stop by their farmhouse 
or the DNVR bar or go to breckbrew.com for their beer locator. You can find their beer all over the United States. And not only can you find out where to get Breckenridge beer, whether it's a bar, whether it's a liquor store, you can find out exactly what beer they've got. And they have so many different great beers over there. So check them out. Breckbrew.com, the official beer of DNVR. And it is still Shady Rays season. Somehow it's September and it's going to be 98 degrees today. Whew. It's... It's getting frustrating, honestly. 97 tomorrow. Yeah, there's. it's still Shady Ray season. I guess even in the winter, it's so sunny that it's Shady Ray season then, too. Um, they're great sunglasses. They've got all the different styles. They've got, like, snowboard and ski goggles. They've got a whole bunch of really cool stuff. So make sure that you go over to that website, ShadyRays.com. Um, and if you decide that you need some sunglasses, which you probably do, can never have enough, um, you can uh, use the code DNVR. For 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Um, they've gotten five-star reviews from 250,000 people. So at least go over there and check them out, and you'll you'll realize that you should definitely be buying some. I'm proud of us now. You know why? No. We go one division in the NFC, and we've already picked a different division winner than the NFC had wow. last year. The Bucks won that division last year by yeah. one game. Now we're picking the Saints. Baker... Huh? I'm just. Don't I mean, even. what? He, he had one bad year when he was hurt. Before that, he had like the 21 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Like, hmm? t- what are you saying? Just saying, like Baker was solid. Baker was Come solid on, at, at, yeah, points, at points. You, at you, points, he was solid. At points, he was solid. Derek Carr maybe trending down. I, I saw him with some kind love in his hand before he got on set. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> A little wake and bake, bake Henry. Baker might Baker be solid. Is done, oh, man. man. He's he, done, man. I he think he's be. baked. He's cooked. They've got that defense. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't make the case for them. They'd be third to me. Oh, before we go any further, please hit us with a thumbs up. That number is looking really, really low. This Ouch. is uh, oh, this no. is a Breck Brew Friday. We need some help. It's the almost the weed kend. Hit us with a thumbs up. We'd really appreciate <laughs> it. All right, let's go on uh, to the NFC North. This might be. One of the mm-hmm. tightest divisions in football. You got the Vikings, who ran away with it last year, thirteen and four. Mm-hmm. The Lions, the Packers, and the Bears. So I think we can put the Packers at the bottom of this one. Oh, really? I can do that. Um, but yep. I think that the Vikings and the Lions are going to have some pretty close, tough games between the two. Um, I think the the Bears are going to be solid. Um, I don't think they'll be able to win the division. I think they still have to grow through a few things. So I'm not going to give it to them. But Oh, it's tough between the Vikings and the Lions. I think the Vikings have been on such a high and they've been rolling for so long. I think I had to keep them at the top. Um, like we said, they win a lot of close games and I think they may find a way to do it again next year. That's that's very fair. I'm going to go with the Lions to win this. I think the Vikings definitely have a winning record. I really like Kevin O'Connell, their head coach, who, who did a masterful job his rookie season. The Lions went 5-1. and one in the division last year. Mm. I think they're I think they're really going to find similar success in the division this year and crazy enough, I believe in Dan Campbell. Wow. Even crazier, I believe in Kirk Cousins. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Didn't think I'd ever say that. <laughs> but he, he looked he looked better last year. Like he was I don't know, not necessarily getting out of the pocket, but like before he's kind of just like the robot quarterback mm-hmm. or just like he's just going to go out there and like if, if if this is his read then he's going to make the read and go to number two and throw it there if that's what but but now he's like making plays happen like he's going back through like finding stuff i don't know i i, I think that that passing game is awesome with justin jefferson and now you get jordan addison and i mean they just give that extension to tj hawkinson i think they might put up some pretty crazy numbers offensively. And the defense isn't nearly as good, but... Yeah, they did lose my boy EK. Yeah, They lost some pieces. They did. They lose Patrick Peterson, too, who was super old, but also really, really, really good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely super old. He was older than you, Todd. That's exactly what went through my mind. Yeah, Patrick is old. But, But... he was also incredible last year. Like by the numbers, he gave up like a 70 passer rating or something like that, which is ridiculous. Yeah. That's why I thought that he could be a cool fit for the Broncos if they'd gone that route. But the bringing Byron Murphy, like Harrison Smith still out there. Like mm-hmm. he still does things. I, I take the Vikings. Fair, fair. So we're going to go Vikings here. There was only one team in that division that had a positive point differential last year. You know who it was? Lions. It was the Lions. Yeah. Yep. Mm. How crazy is that? The Vikings went 13 and four. <laughs> And had a negative three-point differential. That's like, talk crazy. about yeah. clutch and finishing games strong. Mm-hmm. Is that coaching? 
100%. Yeah. You have to be able to know how to finish. And like I said, these NFL games are all tough and they're all tight. So if you can win those mm -hmm. close games, I think we, even when we won the Super Bowl, there was like seven games we won by like three points yep. or something like that. Like that's where you make your money. That's where you really become a dominant team is in those close games. There's way less of a chance of you having a blowout as there is like a three-point or a, a one-point win. Yep. Mm -hmm. And Kevin O'Connell was a finalist for the Broncos job last year. Mm. Instead... They went Nathaniel Hackett. No, mm -hmm. it, it all probably worked out in the end. Broncos getting Sean Payton. But, uh, man, Broncos are close. Also, I've made two Super Bowl bets. One is on the Broncos, of course, because if that happens, I want my money. <laughs> and because it doesn't take much money to win a lot of money. But you can also get, like, 40 to 1 odds on the Vikings. Mm. And you look through the NFC, and it's, you know, you, you've got a couple teams up at the top. Yeah. But you could see how you could sneak through. So I was like, uh, also, girlfriend's from Minnesota. So I was like, if I'm watching go. these and I get 40 to 1, like, sure, might as well. Those are worse than the Broncos odds, right? Or no? I think they're tied. That's when I made the bets, I think they were tied. A team that Maybe had worse. eight more wins than That's the Broncos crazy. last yeah. year. They have the same Super Bowl odds. That's nuts. Yeah, but 11 and 0 in one score games, which, you know, some of that is they're good in the clutch. The other side of it is, is that really sustainable? Like the right. Bills could have like ran out the clock, but wound up just fumbling a snap or whatever at their own like two yard line. And all of a sudden there's a chance like the Vikings have the biggest comeback in NFL history, which I also watched with my girlfriend. I was like, well, if we're going to sit here through this, Oh yeah. Throw 10 bucks oh, on, on the yeah. comeback. <laughs> made a lot of money on that one too. Oh, I just have kept hitting money line. So I, know, I was like, there's, was there's no a, way, right? Which there's is no such way. a bad strategy, but if that's your strategy, you got to stick with <laughs> yep, it. Yeah. It's oh. so true. All right. The NFC West 49ers, another 13 and four team Seahawks, another winning team yep. Rams and Cardinals 49ers running away with this thing again. I think the 49ers will take it. Uh, you know, they made some decisions at the QB position, which I think were the best for the organization. So I look for them to have another good year. Um, I'm nervous about the Cardinals. I'm not sure about the dynamic between coach and player over there. <laughs> it feels a little awkward to me. So, so good word to use. I don't know, um, you know, how that all shake out. The Seahawks will always be solid as long as they have Pete Carroll. Um, they're going to be a solid team. So I think they'll be good. Not good enough to win a division. And the Rams, they're still bouncing back um, from some injuries and, and players leaving. They have Aaron Donald and um, – Good quarterback, but I think besides that, they're kind of in the win. So you you didn't mention his name, but you essentially said Jonathan Gannon. Who? Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> did, you don't have to mention names, but did you ever have coaches in the NFL specifically that maybe tried too hard to connect to players and you just, I mean, every player just saw right through it and was like, oh, no, this isn't good. Yeah, some guys are different people man they're great yeah. with x's and o's and they can sit in the room and come up with schemes but as people they're different man and there's quite a few coaches in the league who are that way yeah yeah, yeah. and and that's why some people um and you didn't say it but vic fangio is like a great defensive coordinator no one would disagree with that but it was it was kind of weird when we we're going through the hiring process of the broncos hiring vic the question that always came up was Vic's been elite as a defensive coordinator for decades. Mm -hmm. Why has no one given him an opportunity to be a head coach? In fact, the year before, when uh, they hired uh, the former Chiefs uh, offensive coordinator to be their mm -hmm. head coach, who am I forgetting his name? The Na Bears. Nagy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That when they hired Nagy, Nagy to be coach, back. it was like, why didn't Vic get this job? He was in the building doing a great job. And some of the guys, and I think you're right, a lot of guys in the NFL are just kind of meant for a specific job not necessarily the top job. Yeah, and I think, you know, the coordinator positions are definitely more X's and O's. Mm -hmm. I think as a head coach, it's good to know X's and O's and scheme, but you don't have to necessarily be a coordinator. I think you have to be great with people. You have to be great with right. media and being able to get your point across. You have to know how to be a leader of men and kind of uh, get guys to follow your, your leadership. Um, and it's less about the X's and O's. You have to know how to manage your veteran players and your rookie players and know when to give guys days off and know when to push guys harder. Like, it's mm -hmm. a balancing act as a head coach. It's less about knowing football and only mm -hmm. being about football. You got to right. know how to manage really a corporation at that point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good point. And that's why the Cardinals, I totally agree. I think they could, <laughs> they could be on the Broncos path where they're looking for a new head coach next year, but mm -hmm. it might come with the number one overall pick. Um, but I think this is the conversation with the NFC West is okay. It's 49ers winning the division. Then who really, I, I really, I don't, I mean, what, I, Kyle Shanahan averages less than nine wins a season. 
He's had two top 10 offenses in six years. Like, like it's not... I think that it's really easy to get caught up in some of the really great things they've done. Like they have a couple 13 win seasons. They've been to back to back conference championships. You know, they made it to the Super Bowl a few, a couple years before those. And they, so then, so after all that, you're about to go negative. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying like, you don't have a quarterback. Christian McCaffrey kind of carried him through the second half of the season. Does he stay healthy? Like you're kind of built on these all pros, which to their credit, they have a lot of all pros, but all of a sudden, I mean, Trent Williams is, is kind of getting up there in age. Nick Bosa is kind of getting up there in age. George Kittle is, is I guess, Bosa isn't, but he's had the injury history. Um, you just, they're a couple injuries away from not being a very good team. Um, isn't every team? But them <laughs> in particular. Like, like there's some teams, if, if you have Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow is just going to carry you through it. Like, he's going to get you to 10 wins. Like, Mahomes, he's going to find a way to, to get you to 10 wins. Uh, now, if you lose a quarterback, then things are different. But they've kind of already lost that quarterback. So I wouldn't be surprised if they fall back. But I I can't give it to Seattle. Like, I still do think it's the Niners. But I do think Seattle will give them a good run. Yeah. And I used to be on that, like, Kyle Shanahan bit overrated. Because mm-hmm. for a while, Vance Joseph had a better record as a head coach than Kyle Shanahan which people were like already crowning Kyle Shanahan as like a great coach. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, Vance Joseph, the one that everyone dogs on mm-hmm. nationally and locally, uh, still has a better record than Kyle Shanahan. But in the past four seasons, Kyle Shanahan's gone 13 and four, 10 and seven, six and 10, 13 and three, three playoff appearances. Mm-hmm. He's a good coach. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think that's. But I mean, again, that one down season was six and 10. Yeah. Like six and 10 is very much on the table. You know, yeah. it's it's been when he has Jimmy that they've done well. And then Brock Purdy came in and patched things up last year well, obviously. But it's I, I think that a bad season is very much on the table. Sean Payton uh, made the playoffs nine times or had a winning record with the Saints nine times, a losing record six times. Sean Payton's a great yeah. coach. Uh-huh. I mean, it's not like great coaches never miss the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if you wind up, I mean, Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold. I, I think I think there's a good chance that whoever it is will wind up being like a Pro Bowl quarterback and everything's going to work out. But there's also the real possibility that that's a team that falls apart. Nick Bosa's still not there, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder when yeah. he gets there. Um, all right, so so we're going uh, 49ers for that. And then final one, the NFC. NFC East, we got the Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders. Can anyone push the Eagles? I, I, I got the Cowboys winning the division. Oh, my Ooh. God. I mean, I mean I, it's... <laughs> I don't think it's that crazy. I mean, they've got 24 wins over the last two seasons. Only the Chiefs have more. Like, they are second in wins over the last two years. And the mm-hmm. Eagles had a great season, obviously. Is it sustainable? Like, they're they're aging. They lose Javon Hargrave, who gave them, whatever, 12 sacks from the interior. You lose uh, uh, Gardner Johnson, who's, who's fixing a lot of problems. Is like your, your kind of special defensive back playment, nickel playment safety, wherever. Um, I, I think the Cowboys kind of get underrated again this is for the regular season in terms of who has a chance to win the super bowl sure, like, i don't sure. i don't know about that but you're, you're talking about a team that again 24 wins over the last two seasons the second most in the nfl and i think the eagles that offensive line is also aging i, I think they kind of caught magic last year and i think they'll still be really good but i think it's kind of the cowboys time to to make some plays call me crazy i know i'm getting outvoted. yeah you're crazy <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's fair no yeah the, i think the cowboys have had a chance they've had chances yeah. they've had great running backs great offensive line mm-hmm. um pretty solid defenses and they just can't get it done and i don't see them turning that ship around you go out and get trey lance i know you traded for him not very much but you do that because you don't you want somebody to come up and learn mm-hmm. and you're probably moving on from Dak next year i don't think they're they're going to keep him around which is so. crazy it's, he's been good uh pick he's pickable he is so. pickable. <laughs> he is pickable. So I, yeah, I just can't give them the division. And I know uh, Jalen Hurts. I think he's a talented quarterback. And I think, um, you know, he's not getting enough credit right now. If you can say Joe Burrow give you ten wins and Patrick Mahomes will give you ten wins, I think he's at least good for nine. You know. Yeah. Um. So I think that plus the other players around him will get them back, similar to a season they had before. So I'm giving it to the Eagles. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, Hank. I think you're too focused on history, like what's happened the past mm-hmm. couple of years. The Eagles are. The, you know, the, one of the best teams in the mm-hmm. NFL right now. And I think they're just trending upward. You kind of made the argument okay. they're, they're aging. 
at least right now, they re-signed like everyone except those two guys. And then they got Jalen Carter in the draft, arguably like the most talented player in yeah. the draft to replace Javon Hargrave. Mm-hmm. But, but that's still a rookie compared to one of the best defensive tackles in the game. But their quarterback is trending up. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of the biggest thing that's trending up. So I'm going Eagles as well, which means we are going Eagles as a beat. And the Eagles mm-hmm. are a heavy favorite over at Bet365. But I mean... To be fair, the Cowboys did win 12 games last year. Yeah. They, oh, were, yeah. they were the best uh, team record-wise that didn't win mm-hmm. uh, a division. 12 the year before. They're plus 180, though. So I that, think they'll be third in the division. Really? You I got the Giants, Giants next? Yeah, wow. I think the Giants will be second in the division. Oh. Had a great year last year, turning things around. They're ready to spring forward. I think when there's so much that's happened over the past couple years uh, with the Cowboys, and now they lost Zeke. I definitely think Pollard's a better back, mm-hmm. so he'll be good. But I'm not sold on them, and I can't just and and there's so many Dallas fans, man. I'm sick of y'all. <laughs> that y'all is, won that is years, true. so I'm, I can't give it to y'all just because of that. That is true. I love it. I love it. And if you want to get Broncos gear, check out our friends over at Foco. Visit them at foco.com and use the code DNVR to get 10% off all non-presale items. We have so many Foco things on our set, including uh, some pennants behind us. They've got bobbleheads, anything you can imagine from apparel uh, to things that you can have in uh, your game room, your office. They've got it all over at Foco. It's a great place to get gifts for someone from Broncos, Rockies, Avs, Nuggets, uh, Buffs, CSU. You can get it over at Foco. So check them out at Foco. Use that code DNVR for 10% off. Sorry, I was looking through the odds. About which Zachis could and be a nice, ah, If it was Bet365, that would have perfectly. <laughs> I picked the second place team by the odds for all the four. I don't know. Wow. Going underdog. Um, I guess uh, Baxton Shanker. Let's see. I haven't really. My toes have healed. I just have nothing to sue for right now. But <laughs> I'm sure that'll change at some point. Um, and if you need to sue, see, I always, I always like look around. And it's like, well, you can fall down those stairs. But I've said you can fall down the stairs so many times. <laughs> like I see the cars. You get hit by a car. Like uh, there's. We've talked about just about everything in here. Um, ooh, if you get a bad wedgie. Oh. Sue for a bad wedgie. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that is. I love that he could? used a wedgie. I know. I yeah, know. like what a great threat. We were talking after the show how just like when was the last time you heard of a wedgie? Never. It's been like decades. Exactly. Decades. Like that's <laughs> elementary school. Yeah. That's not even like junior high. No. I don't no. even think they do it anymore. I don't think bullies. Do you think bullies still give wedgies? No. No. no I, don't I don't think, think so. I think it's, over. <laughs> it's such like a bully vibe too. It's like bully and ner- it's not like I'm gonna punch you in the face. Right. Yeah. Like that's like a we're both men. It's like I'm gonna give you a wedgie. <laughs> like I'm gonna stuff you in the locker afterward too. Like yeah, it's, uh, that was really funny. But uh, yeah, so if you wind up with a wedgie, um, or if somebody does something to you and you think they deserve a wedgie instead of instead of wedging them a better option two 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 uh you can sue with Bacchus and shanker they'll win money they've won over a billion dollars for people in colorado they serve the entire state they've got offices everywhere and uh you don't have to pay them until they win your case got more than 30 lawyers on staff so if you're in a car accident or hurt at work or whatever the situation may be call two 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 to find out if you have a case for free all right let's pick our uh wild card teams oh, in the yeah. nfc Here's who's on the table. The Bucks, Cowboys, Giants, Seahawks, Lions, Commanders, Packers, Panthers, Falcons, Rams, Cardinals, Bears. We got three spots for these teams. We picked, we, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, are the Cowboys in? Well, we picked, I don't know, I, we picked uh, the Vikings to win the NFC North. Yep. So yep. we got to throw the Lions, Lions yep. in. And mm, then, I like that. I'd say Cowboys. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Okay. It's only one spot. I don't see anybody else but the Giants. Well, Seahawks. 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 They'll be a good team. How about this? How about the Bears? Hell no. The Bears making (laughs) a push. Final wildcard spot. Nine and eight teams sliding in. Oh, my goodness. No, (laughs) I I think it's more likely they're three and 14 than nine and eight. Oh, both take because they were three and fourteen last year. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I they. You gotta be able to throw the football. Like you just you gotta have a passing game in the NFL. Like I know I made the case for the Falcons, and that's the opposite. But they are they're in a shit division. Like the Bears, I just there's just not enough talent. The Bears had the sec- second worst point differential. Mm-hmm. 
Negative 137 points. You know who was one point worse than them? Broncos? No. No, Thank no, God. no, no, no. <laughs> Broncos, not about half of that. Nice. It was Henry's Colts. Mm. Last year. Yeah. Uh, I'm like Anthony Richardson's Colts. The thing is, if you're a rookie quarterback, you got to be able to survive. You got to be able to run, make plays. I think he's going to have the best season of any of them. Interesting. Yeah. I just, I just like saying things that I can clip months from now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm going to say the Bears make the playoffs. We can clip that, too. Okay, but wait. Before know, you, before you, you cut guys... the clip, let me say, no, they won't. They're terrible. <laughs> there we go. One of so, us is going to look bad. So we're going to have three teams from the AFC West and then three teams from the NFC North? Wow. Dang. It can't be the Bears. Because... It can't be. Wait. Are we going Lions and Packers? Lions, Vikings. Lions, Vikings, Bears, if we do that. Oh, I yeah. Would vote for this. There's no way Henry's going I'd for vote that. For if this. you don't want to go Bears, you don't have to. You, I mean, but I, that, I'm only that's one who my playoff team would be. I would vote for the Seahawks. I would also vote for the Giants. Yes, my vote would be the Giants. Saquon. Boom, there it is. Giants, last playoff wow. team. Man, I don't know if they're going to take that step up or if it's more likely that they're going to take a step back. I mean, excellent coaching. There's, mm-hmm. there's no doubt that that's what they have. Look at their logo, yeah. the way it frames in here. It just looks like three little circles. It does. Three little ovals, I guess. All right, there it is. Tell us what you think is going to happen, which one we got right, which one we got wrong. Man, I love it. I cannot wait. We are less than six days away from the start Mm -hmm. of the NFL season. And I also love talking to the people in the chat. Should we hit some super chats before we get out of here? First one coming in from our friend Nick. Nick, what is up? He said, what's up, boys? Officially, I'm in Terrell Davis era. 30th birthday. Headed out to the mile high for the season opener. I would love a birthday wish from Bam Bam, the Super Bowl 50 legend. Thank you. And go Broncos. What's up, man? Happy birthday, Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's your Dirty 30, man. You got to go out and have a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you will in the Maha City. Come and check us out at the bar. And uh, you, you have a shot on me, man. Boom. <laughs> Let's go. I love it. And uh, Nick, hopefully we see you at the tailgate. And it was awesome to meet you out at Broncos training camp. Also, fun Trell Davis fact. 142 and a half rushing yards per game in the playoffs. Insane. Mm-hmm. So second most all time is Arian Foster. That's 128. Third most, I don't even know who it is. It's 114. That's what Terrell Davis did in the playoffs. That's insane. That is 142 insane. a game. What's Derrick Henry? Uh, Can you look that up when we do more Super I Chats? I wonder if he hasn't he played enough that? to qualify. Mm. I can check, though, yeah. Well, yeah. That, I mean, that, that's a good point because TD did play two full playoffs. Yeah. Where, I think yeah, he had so like nine games. games. Yeah, yeah. Be curious on Derrick Henry. Um, Nine at 140 a pop. That's crazy. crazy. The Super Bowl run, he had eight touchdowns. In four games? In four games. (laughs) That is absurd. Oh, my goodness. Next one coming in from Chris Peters says, As much as I love the Broncos, I don't see this team winning no more than eight games. Hope I'm wrong, but there's still too many questions and concerns. And I understand people that look at us say 12 and 5 and say uh-huh. you're crazy. I understand people that are looking at us today saying the Broncos are going to make the playoffs and say you're crazy. They have the second longest playoff drought only to the Jets. Coaching matters. I think coaching matters more in the NFL than any level of football or any sport. And you saw it with Sean Payton. The 2005 Saints, 3 and 13. The 2006 Saints with Sean Payton, 10 and 6. Yeah, so I... I understand where you're coming from but i also understand that you know he's made the transformation like this before so um yeah i think that they'll definitely have more than eight wins let's be optimistic my man let's yeah. let's <laughs> let's keep the faith you know let's do it i love it Sean Payton's it. just such a good coach like i think people never want to give coaches credit like it's so easy to be like who's the quarterback who's like how many pro bowlers you have sean payton is going to find a way to win games like, that is what he is best at, is figuring out how to beat whatever specific opponent is and going out and doing it. And I, uh, after what I've seen, I can't bet against him. So then do you think Brady got too much credit out with Bill? Or did I did. Brady kind of prove that? And then that? he went yeah, one another yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. So then exactly. I didn't say that anymore, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that one's fascinating. Yeah. Um, also, right. uh, yes. Derrick Henry has 104. 104? Yep. Oh, okay. Dang. I mean, yep. that's, that's still solid because he had an incredible postseason mm-hmm. run like two years in a row. Yeah. And still only 107, which puts in perspective which about Terrell Davis. 100, 104 game is a pretty incredible yeah. run if that's what you're doing. It's true. Lamar Jackson is 18th, 91 a game. Dang. Wow. 
That one's pretty crazy too. Which that that actually makes it even crazier the lack of playoff success he's had. Yeah, you would think. I wonder what the passing stats are. Yeah, maybe they, those have fallen off. Yeah, uh-huh. probably. All right, next super chat coming in from Josh Steele says. Problem this team has is if Russell Wilson isn't elite this year, you aren't keeping him. And if you aren't keeping Russ, you need to set yourself up for a top pick. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a good point. It's going to be interesting to see how Sean Payton handles that dynamic of, mm-hmm. okay, when do we bench Russ to put in Stidham to see if he's the future and then might maybe also kind of tank. I don't, I don't think tanking's in, in Sean Payton's DNA, though. So that's why... I don't. I don't know if they're gonna go rookie, young, young rookie quarterback at any point. No, um, dang, it's tough because I. I don't want to think about Russ not being good exactly. and having to figure it out. <laughs> um, but I don't know if we. If Russ isn't Russell Wilson this season, I don't know if we have the Broncos' next quarterback on the roster right now. I think that's somebody we have to go out and find, um, whether it's a free agent or in the draft. But. That's a that's a tough conversation to have. I don't even it know is. who it would be. So hopefully Russ pans out and he does his thing this year. Yep. I mean, I he should be at least fine. I feel good about him being at least fine. Like Sean Payton's gonna get him out of the pocket. There's gonna be some nice, easy little short throws, bunch of screens. And and when you have so many easy completions that Sean Payton schemes up, then even if the the tough stuff doesn't work out, you're still winding up completing like sixty percent of your passes, got like hundred and ninety five or two hundred yards a game. It's not bad. Oh, I'm not signing up for that. I mean, what? Like, 60%? I mean, Russ was awful uh, last year, and he was at like 58.9. Exactly. Mm. Like, th- so give but, me 64%. percent so bump up a little bit. and What, 200 yards a game? You're looking at like 3,400 for the season. Like, it's, it's not great, but I think you can get by. Like, you can be a decent team. Ratio. Or total touchdowns, <sighs> passing touchdowns. Like, to in the, like, Sean Payton just fixes him a little bit. I mean, what was it last year? It was like probably 25 and 13. No, it wasn't that many. It was like 18 oh, and 13. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, so you say bad. Sean Payton probably bumps <laughs> yeah. that up closer to like 25 and take a couple of interceptions off. Call it 11. 25 and 11, 10. Like, again, yeah, it's, it's yeah. fine. You're yeah. not excited about it. You still might move on from him, but you over can get two by. To, over two to one. Yeah. It's like, you okay. Can get by. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're paying him 35, man. Last one coming in from Johnson says, Love the show, guys. Is RK not on the show anymore? No, he still yeah. is on the show. He has not been on in a couple of weeks, but he's going to be making his way back. Um, he's been on vacation. Now the yep. Buffs are traveling to TCU for their first game mm-hmm. in the uh, Dion Coach Prime Sanders. That's right? how they say it for SEO yeah, reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just people search him. Uh, in that era tomorrow, um, I believe next week he might be on, or he's on, he's on the next week, but he'll be back yeah. in the rotation soon. So we've got quite the rotation. We've got Henry, Todd, Alexis, James, and next Tuesday, mm. we mm. are adding Something someone. Fire. Oh, yeah. It's going to knock your socks off. I Huge. kid you not. You guys all know. I mean, yeah. yeah. How much we, we can hype this through the roof, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, there, there's no stopping the hype on this one. Basically, everything Zach says comes with a lot of hype. Yeah. But yeah. this is very much deserved. <laughs> this is some real hype. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if you guys can guess it. You're not even ready for this kind of. No. Yeah. You're not ready for it. I think I think I think you're absolutely right. People are guessing this high uh-huh. when they need to guess even higher. Yeah. That is launching next Tuesday, and that's our next show. Enjoy your three-day weekend. We'll see you probably right around noon on Tuesday. And I can promise you, you are not going to miss this one. Our coverage has never been better. Yep. So check us out Tuesday. We'll see you. Have a great weekend.